0: We'll be going live in 10 minutes. This is the Stephen Pope Ask Me Any Amazon question, weekly Fridays at noon. We'll be going live in under five minutes. The My Amazon Guy Ask Me Any Amazon question. Type your question into the comment section right now. Are you ready to ask me any amazon question going live in under one minute ask me a ppc question seo design catalog it's my passion to help the amazon community and i'm here to answer your questions I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy with more than 300 employees worldwide serving your Amazon accounts. I'm also the owner of My Refund Guy, a clawback service, Mag School with courses under $20. And find your next virtual assistant at sellercentraljobs.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the My Amazon Guy Friday, Ask Stephen Pope. That's me, any Amazon question. I'm your host and we have a new music tutorial that you saw. Let us know what you think about it. We spent lots of work on trying to upgrade it, make it a little bit more fun and informative. Today, if you want me to do an ASIN review, do a $10 donation sticker to the channel and we'll we'll start on doing ASIN reviews and jump ahead of the line. You can ask me any Amazon question today, and with that in mind, I'm going to dive right on in. First, we have a little bit of breaking news. Amazon has released a new feature, and it is a forecast feature to basically tell you to spend more money. So I'm making fun of it here. Amazon's constantly trying to get you to spend more money on PPC, aren't they? Right. <clears throat> so this is a new forecast feature here. You can see uh, it'll it'll basically show you what your performance could be if you spent more, raised your bid. And the number of incremental orders you could receive. So honestly, I don't think this is going to be that helpful or very valuable, uh, which is why I'm making fun of it. Basically, I think it's just Amazon's way to get you to spend more money and to guilt you into doing so. But, you know, with everything, it is impactful. It probably does have some layer of truth behind it. If you spend more money on PPC, you will get more orders. We know that. That's the truth. That is a fact. But whether it will accurately depict the difference between, like, I don't know, increasing your bids by 5%, we'll, we'll find out. That, that truth will take some time to see what's going to happen there. Um, all right, so we're first going to start on an ASIN review because we had a, a donation come in. Uh, I, th- I think it's, we're going to start with Jaheel's, are we not, Geraldine? Let me pull up the notes here that we got going on. Um, all right. So we've got Jahil brand new product that released on Sunday. I'm guessing my images are the problem. My low click and orders, even though I'm at $60 a day, but would like some input on how to improve it. All right. And we've got an ACE in here to work with. So I'm going to type it in and dive into that. So Bravo zero nine yellow, Mary Z TM three H and let's look it up. We've got some whiskey glasses. This looked like a fun one. Uh, All right. So two of my favorite things in a category put together in one package. I don't think I've seen this package before like this. So you've got the classic whiskey glasses. We've seen listings with those. And we've also seen when uh, the seller brings like the ice cube trays. We've seen those, but I've never once seen them combined together uh, in one package. And that's a $20 deal. That's a pretty good deal. Right. Uh, so if we look at the category at large and we took like one of the keywords here. So we look at uh, let's see, I'm looking for a keyword to pick up. So ice mold set of four like this. And it looks like to me you're focusing more on the whiskey than than the ice mold. But if we look at ice molds, you can see these come in 14, 15 dollars and you can see what see what you're competing against. And then if we looked at the looks like maybe these guys have do these guys come with the glass as well uh hard to tell really hard to tell does it come with the ice molds makes so so the number one thing we have to figure out on your listing is like how do we tell the consumer this comes with both both items right so whiskey glass set and it's coming with the ice molds so i think that's the most important thing that you're going to have to do here jahil is set it up in a way that makes the consumer understand it comes with everything because at $22, that's a heck of a deal, right? Like, like if we look at the other search results, someone could buy just, just the ball ice balls for 20 bucks, but you are selling it with the glasses. So I think you need to make a really big deal about how it includes both, uh, onto the listing. All right. So bullets freeze, ice balls mold with fruit to infuse your alcohol sip your whiskey like a connoisseur, neat and strong. All right. So you, you're, you're going with more flavorful text, not very keyword heavy. You tried to launch at 21. We'll see. All right. So the price, price history, 28 went down to 21, right? So 28 is probably where you want to be over time. And you're just trying to get some sales in the door. I think this is a very Aggressive price, I think you're gonna do very well on the launch. You may even want to knock this down to $20, just get the first five or 10 orders, then go up to $22. I'd probably do that if I were you. Uh, you set list price at 31. I'd probably pull that down a little bit more, maybe pull that down to 28. And then as you raise the price later, raise the list price as well. Brand story. All right. So, do we understand what's going on with the brand when we look at this? Um, I'd say the design aesthetics are a little all over the place. Uh, It's kind of hard to see what's going on. But as you kind of scroll through, it gets a little bit better. Um, I'm not sure the background image is the right choice for what we're seeing. Because like, this looks really good when you get to this spot. But when we're over here, not as much. So you may want to choose a background image that looks best when somebody's scrolling down to begin with, when they get the first visual, right? So like, the box does nothing for you in the shot, right? But if you could have the glass just show up on the left here, And then over to the right, it looks like there's other stuff going on. I think that'd probably be ideal. A little light on the crawlable text in the shots. I think that needs a little bit of expansion. Let's check out the alt text here. Uh, It's set very well. Looks pretty good. And then then you probably have an index for probably anything. But let's click on the keyword button and find out. And uh, let me swap over here gonna make me type this back in it's my biggest beef with helium 10 every time i do this i have to switch the drop down and retype it in get keywords and let's see what this looks like 80 sponsored keywords 38 on the indexing so far pretty strong out the gate for whiskey ice cubes that's a big one old-fashioned glasses that's another big one so so you're you're getting some some good initial bites um, go very aggressive on the PPC. You need. You, I would probably re- lower this down to $19.99 for seven days in your honeymoon, and then bust out probably three thousand dollars on PPC and try and get as many sales as you possibly can. This is a fantastic uh, kit, very well chosen. Um, I. I honestly and would be very surprised if if there's a lot of competition selling those both together, uh, and that's really going to set you apart from the crowd. So I think that's a very good, strong choice on your part. Reading back to your question, image is the problem for low click and orders, even though I'm at $60 a day. Well, if that's the case, then the main image needs to be tested, right? So like when a consumer looks at this, you saw me struggle to understand what it, what, what am I getting when I purchase this, right? So what I would do is I would steal these nice glass shots and I would put those into the main image here, right? And, and so like when you look at the main images of the other ice balls, here's what they're doing. Like they show you the final product in the main image and it makes people click on it. And in your case, your main image is super busy and it's hard to understand what I'm getting for it. And then if you look at the competition, you got a lot of them showing like the alcohol in the main image. And I think that's very critical in your case, especially since you're selling it with whiskey. Right. So so without a doubt, the main image needs to change. Um, I don't know how much the box does for you in the main image. I generally like having the box in the main image, but in your case, I'm unsure because there's just so much going on. Like by having the box, the ice balls are taking a secondary slot, right? And so probably what I would do to rework this is I would put a nice whiskey shot in the glass with an ice cube inside of it, pull the main box out for a little bit. Um, and then have f- four ice balls show up in, in other flavors, or or make them try a different shot with like four whiskey glasses and four different ice cubes in them, um, and and with liquor pouring into it or something. But you you need you need to de-emphasize the box, and more emphasis is needed on the the ice cubes, and then the tray. I think is probably fine in the background. Uh, so I think that's how I would fix that. That was a pretty good start to our show today. Um, Main image definitely needs some A-B testing for sure. All right. So we got a super sticker coming in from Glenn. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate that. Glenn asks, FYI, two weeks ago, my product in both colors dropped into very poor in VOC. My percentage was not so bad, so I thought I was doomed. Ten days later, they went to very good. Overnight percentage, the same. All right. So I'm not sure what the question is. product in both colors dropped into very poor voice of customer. So you went to flipped overnight to very good. So, so I, I mean, it it can go up and down. Um, if there is a question in there, let's grab the question though. right, let's, let's go on to the next one. What percentage of customers open your email on Amazon these days? Um, so we don't have a good stat on that anymore. They took out a lot of the ability to track open rates. So for example, if you sent it through like a third-party tool, like a Feedback Whiz or Helium 10's uh, email service, they, they no longer allow you to track that. So we don't know the answer to that. We do suspect though that open rates for review requests are going to be close to 7%. That's that's my personal belief. Um, so like the request a review button, Going to be right around seven percent. Now there is that new feature to market the consumer, and I did do one of those. I'm I, off the top of my head, I can't remember if they include a percentage of open rates on the marketing email. Um, so I'm going to go back to market email customers, my Amazon. See if I'm going to find my video on this one uh, and see if I have any stats on this. So. I'm looking into this. So, so product selection. So, I'm showing you guys. I'll show you what I'm looking at here. So, this is the video I did, and customer engagement email campaigns. So, let me click on the Seller Central link right here. Does it show open rate? It does. Okay. So, if you market your your open rate right here, I had a 19% on my man cave one, um, as low as 10% on my Top Gun. Now, keep in mind these are super small quantities right? We're looking at like a 411 cents, 269 cents. So your open rate can be very, very different and almost nobody clicks on them, right? So like 0% conversion, zero sales on any of these marketing emails. If anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to drop a link in the chat here, customer email engagements. You guys can check that video out after on how to email through Amazon, through the seller central portal. In fact, how to email your consumers, you can market them. So looks like the, the open rates could be as high as 18% on those, but I think it's closer to 7% when it comes to uh, your standard uh, request to review type of stuff.
0: Is a four-star
1: rated product in a five-star field worth spending money on for PPC? Same question for Amazon live video. Uh, what does the data say? So obviously a four-star product's not going to convert as well, right? Like we know, we know that your, your click-through rate is going to be a little bit lower, right? Like once you drop under that 4.3, so 4.3 stars rounds up to 4.5. And then once you are under that 4.3, you drop to a 4.2, it rounds down. And now you're at that four stars. Now, if you're in a health category, four-star reviews are extraordinarily common. They're common because what works for me doesn't work for you, right? If I'm working on a balding product, right, and I'm trying to, you know, thicken my hair, I don't take anything for that. I don't care. I'm gonna shave it off anyway. But like if I'm taking something, it may not work for me. Therefore, I might go in and write a one-star review. But for five other people, it might be the best thing since sliced bread, and they might get five star reviews. So it's very common for health-related products to have a four-star review. But Glenn specifically said if if they're in a five-star field, should they spend money in PPC for a four-star product? And, and and unless you can turn the stars around, you may need to make a big improvement to your product. You may need to sell into some some, some sort of uh, objection uh, to overcome it, right? Because if you don't sell into the objection and you're stuck at that four-star review, you could be throwing some PPC dollars away. But but if you, if you could get a 25% ACOS with a four-star review product, I, I would do that all day long. I wouldn't have a problem with that whatsoever. Uh, but if your ACOS is 60%, 70% with a four-star, ah, that's just rough. Now, whatever you do, though, I wouldn't turn PPC off. I would just be more careful. I would I would go for the niches. I'd go for the long tail. I would negate more aggressively on my broad and auto-match campaigns. Uh, one of my favorite things I've I've said over and over again the last few months is never negate a good keyword, right? Like, do not negate a good keyword off an auto-campaign or a broad-match campaign if you're going to convert it over to exact match. It's such a wasted uh opportunity you definitely don't want to do that uh, but uh, i probably need a little bit more info on the product to be able to make some judgment calls on this particular one uh, a little bit challenging on this one tion says how to show promotion as an extra savings at the offer part of the listing like this one and also this promotion the additional listing is showing a hyperlink instead of the alt text in my listing, the promotion is at the bottom of the listing, right on top of the A plus content. It's also not showing the additional item in the hyperlink. I use percentage off promotion. So um, this is a question of coupons versus promotions. And uh, Geraldine, I don't know if you're putting links for these, for this one inside of the chat. It looks like you did. All right, so I'm going to open this one on. Thanks for helping me out with that. All right, so if we go over to the screen share here. And so here in the search, we can see uh, limited time deal. We can see save with coupon, and then you're talking about a promotion, right? So if we grab, well, let's make sure we click on the right ace in here. So this is the one that's your product. So we're gonna go over to this. So you got a coupon, save five bucks right there. Okay, and coupon right there. Extra promotions available right there, and this shows like, okay, if you do one of these things, you're gonna get an additional discount inside of the checkout. This is an extraordinarily common thing to set up in technology products. It's not very common to set up in most other categories, but in technology products, uh, trying to cross promote and link like this when you buy multiple products is a very common tactic. Um, The thing is, is most consumers just don't click on this stuff. They don't review it. They don't look at it. And, And so if we look at your actual question, how to show the extra savings at the offer part of the listing, like this one so this is this is the asin where it shows up versus the other one all right so go back to part two here and i'm going to click on theirs so so this is this one's probably tion's listing right so the promotions are not showing up here but as we scroll down we see special offers right here add to cart so that's a good question why is there showing up here and there's a showing down here. Really good question. I don't actually have the answer to this question, but I will give you some history. This particular section is the old school section where promotions show up. This one up here is the new school section where they show up. And I wonder if, uh, so are you running a coupon at the same time? No. So so that's the variable they're running a coupon and you're not. So I would I would run a test, Tion. I would add a coupon to your listing, change nothing else, simply add a coupon to see if that brings the promotion up here. If that happens, I really need to know because uh, that's actually kind of a really good learning. Um, report back. Let us know what you find out uh, because I do not know there, if there's a way to control showing the promotions up here. To my knowledge, that is not in our control as a seller. But if we run a coupon and it starts showing up, we'll have our answer. So let's find out. Let me know about that. David Scott says, is it against terms of service to use my own Amazon Associates affiliate link to promote my products on social media? No, not to my knowledge. I think you can get away with that. Um, Instead of the affiliate link, though, you you absolutely want to use the uh, attribution link. That'll give you 10% in a fee reduction by doing that. Right. So it's actually better than the affiliates program if you do this. So if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about and watching this, the Amazon attribution program uh, is now giving a 10 percent referral fee if you bring people to your own brand from your own links. So you definitely want to check that out. I definitely would use that above the affiliates program for sure. It's really hard to use the affiliates program and the affiliate commissions are super low, like one, two, 3%. So I definitely don't recommend it compared to that. Let's go to the next question. Super sticker coming in from Karen. Thank you very much, Karen. I'm trying to prevent going out of stock. I've already done the reorder. To reduce sales, I have priced Raise the price and cut back PPC spend by 50%. Yet sales have still been high. Should I also change the main image to a worse image to reduce CTR? No, don't do that. Definitely don't do that. Essentially, should all necessary measures be exercised in order to prevent an out of stock? What would be going too far be when do we draw the line? So PPC is where you draw the line, right? Like you would not, don't ever damage the product. Raise your price and reduce your PPC spend. I don't believe there's any other mechanism that you need to do. Now, if you could duplicate the SKU and have a fulfilled by merchant uh, quantity available to you, where you're, you're backfilling from merchant fulfilled orders, I would 100% do that. But raise your price, lower your PPC spend down, 100% certain of this recommendation. You do not wanna mess up your photos and stuff like that. that. That would be a gigantic mistake. Don't do that. Josh says, happy Friday, Stephen. Three of my listings are showing two different ASINs for each. One on, on my mobile app for Amazon, the ASIN is correct and the image shows. When I click on the product in the mobile app, an incorrect ASIN shows and the picture says no image available. Both correct and incorrect ASIN also say out of stock while saying 60 units available. Check stranded inventory. Only one of the three ASINs says it's stranded due to an inventory error. Deleted one of the incorrect ASINs. One of the three products, it deleted the correct ASIN as well. Amazon support told me to delete the product and relist. How should I go about relisting the original deleted ASIN and the SKU while keeping its keyword ranking and reviews? All right. This one's complex. What you need to do first is super important. Back up your data. Now, Josh, if you started messing with deletions and templed uploads and you didn't back up your data, that is a gigantic cardinal sin. So I'm gonna first show you how to back up your data. Inside of Amazon, and I'm gonna share my screen here, you can put your cursor over reports, they just moved this, and go to inventory reports. In the dropdown here, you're gonna go to category listings report like this, You'll notice here category listings reports in beta and hit request report. This is going to back up your whole catalog inside of this download. You're going to be able to open up the file and and be able to root out the real problem. Right. You're going to like the data is going to be so obvious where the challenge is. You're going to be like, yep, that's the problem. And then you're going to fix it. And then you're going to simply reload that file. By doing the backup, though, you save yourself a lot of heartache because as you're trying to rebuild and fix something, if you didn't do a backup, Josh, and you, and you deleted a product, you might have a really hard time recovering it. Now, the good news is I don't think that's going to be a challenge for you. See how fast I downloaded that report right there. Now I got all that data, and I can simply make some edits in the template. Then after that, you come over to inventory. Actually, catalog now. They moved this one, too. Then you go over to catalog. Hit add products by upload. You'd fix it. Upload the file and drop it right there. Some of the UI changes, they do have a lot of different things. Upload documents for products is now over here too. This is brand new. They changed a bunch of that. You got business prices right here. Automate business prices, select a business price or tiered quality. This, this, this is all brand new. I need to make a video on this one. Add this to my uh, my list, Geraldine. Um, and then in here you can set business prices and 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 do a bunch of things like that. So let's see. Uh, I don't think I have B2B enabled on my account yet. Cause normally you can do it on the inventory page. When you do, you can respond to quote requests. There's a bunch of weird stuff you can do with B2B. It's really not that big a deal, but it's getting a little bit bigger. It's like 2% of your sales. Um, sometimes you're just giving away a discount for no reason though. All right, let's get back to the heart of question here. How do we fix this ASIN problem? Uh, Josh, you might be a good candidate for a coaching call, truth be told, because you, you, you've you got a situation that's like high risk. You got to fix a bunch of stuff. A lot of tickets are going to be needed uh, to fix this. Uh, you need to do a template download. You need to fix the template. You need to re-upload the template. And then you're probably going to have to do some tickets to fix the data problem. Um, make sure UPC is filled in to all of the SKUs in the GTIN field. This is a really critical one. And when you do the template upload, uh, see if you can rectify the parentage issue. Maybe there's a, a crossover there. Maybe there's a unique UPC showing up on multiple ASINs. There's just an enormous amount of variables on this particular question. But but start with the backup. Start troubleshooting the template file and upload and see if you can fix it that way. Temp- brand registry tickets are probably in your future as well. And if all that fails, hit us up at myamazonguy.com slash coaching. We'd love to help you out. <clears throat> Didn't start until I made a parentage flat file issue with two other products, five total products, all in the same category node. So parentage is definitely where the, where the problem is. Um, if, if the parent skew is not the same across them, or, uh, you you use the same UPC code on the parent as you did on a child, all of those things could cause these problems. So definitely a lot of uh, template file uploading issues to resolve here, Josh. Jeff Allen says, I like the new on hold music. Thank you very much. Uh, We kind of like it too. Have you heard of brand registry asking for an authorization code from the law firm that files the TM for you? Yes, this is normal. So what you do, um, you file brand registry and then the code goes to the attorney. The attorney gives you the code. You put it in the case file and then you're good. Super easy. We filed more than 1100 trademarks at my Amazon guy. And if you guys are looking for a trademark, just go over to myamazonguy.com. slash trademark, and you can order yours today. Uh, We will file these within one business day. You can file your brand registry in under seven days total. You just have to wait for the USPTO to display the serial number. Then you go over, file the trademark, and then the code gets to the attorney. The attorney gives you the code, and you're off to the races. Uh, So yeah, a lot of good things that trademarks do. Obviously, brand registry, plus content, and much more. And you got to launch your next brand uh, you got more brands coming. I'm sure sure everybody does. So, all right, let's go to the next question. Karen says, as FBA sellers, can you speak on having cash on hand versus reordering? I struggle to reorder in time because I get attracted to the cash balance getting larger from Amazon payouts. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, well, so as we all know, as brand owners, it takes cash to get cash, right? Like the more that you grow your brand, the more you have to invest in inventory. And so the question is, Karen, what is your goal? On a scale of one to 10, what is your goal? One being profit at the cost of growth. If, if you were a one, then you would hold on to a highest cash position as you possibly could. But if you're a 10, grow at the cost of profit, you have zero cash in the bank, you're dumping all of your funds into cogs and reinvesting and building out new products. Now, figure out what your number is and then write the equation for how much profit you want to take out of the business and how much you want to put back into the business and calculate that accordingly. Uh, But really good question, Karen. Uh, And and honestly, you're probably leaving too much cash in the bank would be my kind of default judgment guess. Got a new member to the channel, Mr. B Swartz. Welcome to the channel. If you guys want to join our channel today, we do prioritize YouTube members. Just hit the join button at youtube.com slash my Amazon guy. And uh, Swartz, when your question comes in, we'll, we'll prioritize it. Jerry Carrero, for the love of Canada, asks, and thanks for being a member as well, Jerry. Advertising products, is a is it better to run how many items at a time? Run them all, uh, unless unless they're parented together. And then, then I got some caveats. Let's say out of 100, do you do 50 items at a time? What kind of money would we spend on these 50 items, percentage of your profit? All right, so so we do have some forecasting math we can provide on this question. We do have a forecasting tool, and we do have some fee tools that could be beneficial as well. So if we look over at our forecasting tool right here, uh, my wife just delivered me a bunch of candy on the side here. I got some Sour Patch. Uh, so I just got a little little candy. You can't really see it too well, but she's she's trying to disappear. She's closing the door. She's leaving. She's like, I don't want to. I don't want to be a cameo today. Yeah, Um, and I did that with a a small screen share, but I got some hot tamales and some candies. And if you guys can't tell, my voice is super rasped today. I'm I'm, I'm under the weather with a cold. Um, But at least the hysteria over all of the pandemic is over, quote unquote. NPR yesterday had the article uh, listing the new CDC guidelines. No longer have to quarantine, no longer treating people, whether they have taken the shot or not, differently. So really glad to hear all that stuff. I have no idea if I have COVID or regular cold. doesn't matter to me. I'm not getting a test uh, and I'm staying home anyway. So anyway, so if I cough a little bit today, you know why? Uh, Getting back to the root of the question here. So Amazon fees, I usually say Amazon should be about a 35, 38% partner. I used to say 33%. It's got a little bit higher because of the tacos required on PPC and advertising. We'll zone in a little bit here, make this a little bit bigger for everybody. And so if you calculate 1% for storage, 8% for fulfillment costs, cost, 1.8% shipping into Amazon, there is how I get to my 38%, right? And a little bit of variable on the tacos. So if you look at your revenue chart, you want to use our financial model, use the link I posted in the chat. You can check it out. And then you can see all your ad costs and your net. Now, um, Jerry, I recommend that you spend anywhere from 11 to 14, 15% on tacos. Uh, so that means if you want to make $100,000 a month, spend 15000 to get 15% tacos, if that makes sense. Uh, and and then in terms of the, uh, the items to advertise, so if we go to one of my brands, Age of Sage, and we looked at this, I am advertising all of my soaps, right? Because each soap targets a different person. I'm not going to target the fruity soap for men, even though there are some fruity men out there. And quite frankly, I like the fruity smells personally. I actually use these. Um, but, but in any case, you wouldn't necessarily want to advertise each of these products the same. You're going to hit a different audience, right? So like, here's my galactic soap, which were just a giant ripoff of Star Wars, right? Like, obviously like, like, look at the lightsabers there, but, but like, I wouldn't advertise these the same. Now, all of these need advertising. You wouldn't not advertise one of the soaps, but then if we go back to my store and we clicked on my smudge sticks, I am not advertising my hundred pack right? It would be foolish for me to advertise the 100-pack. I am advertising the 3-pack to get them to the listing. And if they happen to upgrade and choose the 6, 12, or 100, by all means, fantastic, right? And so like that that's generally, you're going to spend, on a situation like this, you're going to spend a minimum of 80% of your advertising on one SKU. It makes more sense to push a single SKU on a parentage to have a power listing to get a better BSR, and we got a great BSR on this listing. We're hanging out in the 17,000s, 20,000 BSR, right? Um, and when we had the price at eight dollars, we might have we, we we got the best we ever had on this item was the top five thousand BSR, right around Christmas, right? And and so like I I've had a pretty stable product. When I raised my price, I went from seven thousand BSR. I was at uh, eight dollars, and I raised it to ten dollars, and my BSR has been at fifteen thousand since then. So my sales are considerably lower at the higher price, as you can see here, but doing pretty good. Uh, Geraldine, send an action item. We gotta update the list price of this from 15 down to uh, 12. The list price is too high on the listing. It's not displaying. um, And we might wanna try that a little bit. It looks like the subscribe and save is also active on the product. So you get a little bit discount if you subscribe and save it. Anybody doing subscribe and save, you'd just be better off buying the six and 12 pack though, (laughs) for sure. All right, great question, Jerry. Fahad says, I've experimented and turned off an ads on Saturday in the past and received just as many orders as previous Saturdays. Should I continue to experiment or just keep the ads running, in your opinion? Well, so 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 you are on to something here, day parting or week parting or hourly parting can affect your your outcome. We know with 100% certainty that Amazon's conversion and traffic is highest on Fridays and, and excuse me, I totally butchered that, on um, Sundays and Mondays. Those are the best days of the week to advertise. No question about it, especially Monday evening, especially Sunday evening. Saturdays and Fridays are the weakest days of the week, so should you turn your ads off during those times? My answer is no, leave them on. However, we have seen Amazon is releasing tools to third parties, API and otherwise, to allow bids changes by hour day parting or day of week parting. And once those tools have been tested and thoroughly vetted and can show those results over a long period of time, we will have the answer to this question. But Fahad, here's what you may not be evaluating today. Just because they don't click and buy it on Saturday doesn't mean they're not going to come back and buy it on Monday. So even if your Saturday sales are the same, are your monthly sales the same? And so the only way to A-B test that would be to turn your ads off on Saturday for four Saturdays consecutively, and then compare your month over month overall sales. Now you might be happy with it. Your A/Cost might be overall lower and whatnot, but it's a lot of work for a minimal gain. And there is some risk here that the algorithm, because you're turning ads off, doesn't produce the same. So so there is some risk with all of that in mind. So test it out, but keep in mind, just because they click on it and not buy at that very moment doesn't mean they won't later come back. Like if you look at your market share analysis, add to carts might be really high on a Saturday and the actual purchase comes in on a Monday, for example. Newest member to the channel, Mr. FD. Welcome to the channel. Appreciate you becoming a member today over at youtube.com slash my Amazon guy. I, uh, is launching a new product a couple months before Christmas better or worse compared to any other time of the year and why? Um, absolutely, best time of the year to launch a product is the Christmas rush. There is no doubt in my mind. If I could launch a product on November 1st every year, I absolutely would. Uh, my, my smudge kits, these were launched basically during the Christmas rush, and I had my best sales of the year with that in mind. New products, got the number one new release badge, a lot, a lot of benefit. Um, worst time to launch a product, July, 100%. Don't launch products in July if you can help it, unless it's a July product, right? Obviously, if you're launching July 4th stuff and whatnot. But but the best time to launch is always now. The second best time to launch is for the Christmas rush and first week of November going into Black Friday. If you wait to launch your product, you're, lo- you're leaving sales on the table. If you're ready to launch, Just simply holding on to inventory doesn't make a lot of sense to my brain. But if you are strategically planning and choosing when to launch and when to launch and and when to land the product and you can launch it first week in November, that is the best time of the year to launch. Going into Christmas rush, launching products, way better results, 100%. And FD, thanks for becoming a member. We have a question from him. Our top of search CPCs have gone up like crazy, and the CVRs have gone down over the last seven to ten days. Are you seeing the same? If so, what do you think is causing this trend? Um, July is the weakest month of the year. August actually usually tips up a little bit. Um, inflation's at a record high right now. Government says eight, seven percent, whatever they say, triple it. Real inflation rate's like twenty five percent. Um, so consumers are not purchasing the same things right now, but in terms of the last seven, 10 days, mm-mm. I've actually seen pretty good numbers coming out of our brands that we manage. Um, CBC is going up crazy. That doesn't make sense to me at all because we're coming off the prime day rush conversion rates going down. I really haven't seen it. I, it's been, it's been pretty good actually. Uh, if we look at my, I'm going to look at my data off screen here for a second and then I'll decide whether I want to share it or not, but, um, let's see what mine looks like so my data units order did go down last week it did go down all right ad spend was about the same click-through rate was about the same i have a right around a point three percent on my click-through rate uh acos still the same tacos about the same so I, i'm not i'm not feeling this on my own account mr fd but uh um, you know, I would, I would double check your main images. I would double check suppressions and just make sure that everything's going on. Okay. Health wise. Maybe you have an abnormality on the account. Rosina says in one of my listings, I have three variations. I've set ASIN targeting manual exact self targeting my own, but no matter what bid I put my ASINs don't show, what can I do for them to show? Um, so, so defensive ASIN targeting for those that aren't familiar with the strategy, let me show and demonstrate it. So this is when on an ASIN page or a detail page like this, when you scroll down and you see these products, you would actually advertise your own products in these sections. And, um, if somebody clicks on it, you will pay for it. So it's a defensive measure. Obviously you can't acquire a new customer that's already on your page and they click on your own product and then you pay more for that but, but sometimes, um, you might have a, a relevancy issue, uh, preventing them from, sh- from showing up and displaying. And do you, so, so Rosina, when you set these campaigns up, are you getting impressions? Are there any challenges in the advertising data? Right? So like, for example, if you're getting impressions and clicks, but you just can't see it on your side, right? Maybe it's just your account. You're not seeing it on. Right. So like look at the data on advertising. But if you're saying, okay, I advertised my six pack or my three pack, right? Like like my listing here. And I, I can't get the six pack to show up in these sections. And I'm putting a five dollar bid in, that tells me there is some bug. There's something going on here. Th- this should not be difficult to do. You should be able to outbid them. You should be relevant. Shouldn't be a hard time to get some defensive ads built. So there, there might be something else going on with your listing right there. Competing with Amazon. So um, I don't think Amazon's getting more aggressive right now. Uh, We do know that Amazon's profits are down and we know that they're getting rid of some of their private label. They've got some monopoly constraints and some challenges with that, but I don't really think they're making any big waves right now. Jordan Lee says, my ASIN is fully optimized, 500 words in A plus content, alt text, five plus bullet points, full title, et cetera. But after only two months, only index for 400 keywords. What else can be done? So yeah, spend more on PPC, lower your price, update the main image. Those three techniques are probably going to be one of the solutions, two of the solutions, at least probably of the three. Um, But lowering the price down, Jordan Lee, so you can get sales going is probably going to be the right move until you get some sales to lift the listing up. You probably just don't have enough sales on the listing to index it for more keywords. That's probably the challenge here. David Scott, I have a product I sell as a two, four, and six pack, all different UPCs, different listing. Is it against terms? Three total listings. Absolutely not against terms and conditions. And as I've demonstrated uh, on on the live today, it's exactly what I have: three, six, twelve, hundred pack, parented together just like this. All use different UPCs, no problem. Absolutely not against terms of services. Claudia Sweeney in the US that can mail it to me. Do you know how I can get this product sent to me in Canada? Any suggestions would be great. Um, is there a part one to this question by Chase? So so if you have The desire to remove it from FBA inventory, which is what I'm going to guess is actually a real question. Can you do a removal order across borders? The answer is no, you cannot. You have to ship from U.S. to U.S. or from Canada to Canada. If this is more of a consumer-based question, um, NARF, North American Remote Fulfillment Program, allows for you to, to order across border and still get prime access, believe it or not, without paying customs VAT taxes and fees. So there are some benefits to that. But I may need a little bit more info on this one, Claudia. Let's go to the next one. Wholesale nuts and dried fruit. My Amazon listings are out of order. I have listings that are 5 pounds, 10 pounds, and 25 pounds. Sometimes the 10 or 25 will go first. How do I change the order of my variations? Uh, The bad news is you can't without cheating the system. The bad news is in the grocery category, they are Nazis when it comes to naming conventions of variations. So if, if you have a 5, 10, and 25 pound uh, and you're out of stock, it's, go, it's still going it's, it's to default to whatever naming convention or alphabet numeric that they want. Now, what's interesting here is that you're saying that sometimes the 10 or 25 will go first and you want to know how to cheat it. So here's how I would cheat it if I were you. Put a space behind the 5 pound and the 5 pound will go first. In the size attribute, put a space before the five pounds. Uh, Another way to cheat this would be to put like a a symbol or an asterisk or something. So uh, because it because basically it goes, uh, I, I think I'm going off memory here, but I think it goes special character number then alpha numeric, alpha, no numeric on the end there. So special character like shift pound sign, for example, then it goes number. Then it goes alpha. Um, and so if you put put something like a space or something before it should show up before the other ones. Um, I think you'll have trouble getting this done, though, because in the grocery category, the size attributes are very particular. Uh, and if you ticket Amazon asking for them to display the parentage in a certain order, they'll tell you it's not possible. But it is possible if, if they are sorting it by alphanumeric. You know, it's kind of interesting because like the pack of three, pack of six, maybe that's the way to do it right like um so so on your size attribute claudia put pack of 3 pack of 6 like i have here cuz my 3 pack is always on the far left when it's done this way and then you've got the alphanumeric alphabet, alphabetizing it like that so i would try that see if that works for you what are some strategies to get more brand followers on amazon well product inserts so throw your product insert in to your listing right like uh Uh, By the way, if anybody's received one of my postcards, if you're an Amazon seller in the United States, would love to hear feedback, how I did on my postcard, how many of you received that sort of thing. Feel free to share that. Uh, But in any case, I would say product inserts, asking for followers, uh, also making lots of social posts. The more social posts you make, the more likely you're going to get that um, follower to add. (laughs) M Kafka says, "Hi Steven, thanks for the great content. You're very welcome. When PPC campaigns are running so good with good ROAS and ACOS, how can we maintain that?" Ha. Nobody's ever asked me this question. Usually it's like, "How can I lower my ACOS? How can I save money?" No one ever asks, "How can I maintain greatness?" So, so how do we maintain greatness? Leave it alone. <laughs> don't make don't make changes. That's generally the the solution here. Um, maybe not adjusting bids too much would be a good way to maintain it. You got to monitor, but don't make changes essentially. Now you might make like micro changes, but don't make big changes, right? Like you might make a bid adjustment, five cents instead of a 50 cent change, for example. Good question. Kevin says, good morning from Lakeland, Florida. If there's anybody in the world who I know where they live, it's Kevin, Kevin uh, Hawthorne. He, he reminds me every week. So uh, sunny down in Florida today, I hope. Good morning, sir. Uh, Shahab says, hi, Re- with respect. He's, he's, he's writing that on LinkedIn. Bew says, I have a parent-child listing that only shows the parent title for all child listings. Is there a way to fix the listing? Is that affecting the SEO for that listing? Thank you. Parent title question. So only showing the parent title instead of it. So the parent is overriding the child, right? So if we go back to the same parentage we've been looking at today, it would be like the parent for smudge kits showing up, but not showing the three pack on the end of it. Um, This is a very common thing. Um, View, one of the things you could do is delete the parent and then re-upload the parentage file by a flat file. Sometimes that can help. However, in certain categories... Like, so one of the categories I sell in is holsters, right? And, and this particular category, it's been very difficult, um, to get the parents to show correctly. Right. So like this one's not even parented, but if we look at, let's see if I can find a parentage one. So here we got a Colt Glock Glock like this, right? So if we switch these particular children like this, sometimes do you see how the parent's not changing? Some categories are overriding the child with the parent name. And no matter what you do, no matter how much you uh, ticket this, it becomes very, very difficult to get it to fix. So sometimes certain categories, it's impossible to get the parent title to not override the child. But if you're in a category where you think the child should be able to override it, maybe you're in the home goods category, for example, Template file upload, probably one of the best ways to fix this. So give that a whirl. Super sticker coming in from Day U Vegan. Thank you very much, sure. Infaca says, I love the ICAP funnel methodology. Can we utilize it at the campaign level? Uh, not exactly. So if we pull up, for those that don't know what my ICAP marketing funnel is, here is the use case. So... The I is for impression, C for clicks, A for add to carts, and P for purchases. So ICAP. I have a really cool video on this. You can check out myamazonguy.com slash ICAP. And over there, I have a full demonstration of what we're talking about.
0: But As the question and
1: application comes up, can I use this at the campaign level? And the answer is kind of, but not really, right? So like, for example, if in this use case that we have here, if I can triple my impressions by spending more on PPC, the technical answer to the question would be yes. I would be able to know if if I I see an opportunity, I've got a pyramid right here. I know that I can improve my ability to generate sales. I can triple my number of orders on one keyword, spend more on PPC. So that's the yes part of the question. The no part of the question is, is that you can't like, you're not going to have bidding Methodology set up. You're not going to be able to know like whether a broad phrase or exact match is going to do better for this keyword at the campaign level. So you're going to have to extrapolate and deduce like how to make the changes on the campaign level. But but the theory behind looking at the search query performance report, selecting a keyword, and then saying spend more on PPC, yes, that checks out. So you can check out the search query performance report. You can go in here and hit apply and, and check out the week to week. Here's the keyword where I did this sage candles for cleansing house. You can see my impression brand share has shrunk a little bit from our high down to 4.5%, but I I still basically get almost one out of six people searching on this by my product. And so in here, this data and the search query performance will tell you like, these are important keywords, pay attention to them, spend more money, update the SEO, those sort of things, right? And so that does dictate those campaign levels from a philosophical standpoint. Now that we have search volumes from Amazon, Search Create Performance Product Opportunity Explorer, what do you think about H10 search volumes? They're wrong. We know they're wrong. They're estimates. Um, the Search Crate report is literal data, it is actual Amazon data. So use that to trump Helium 10's data. Now, that doesn't mean it's not convenient to use Helium 10. I, I'm obviously a Helium 10 fanboy. Um, I do push their product. I have complaints, but they're the best in class. There's no question about it. And and so and, and by the way, I'll, I'll just plug this. If you guys want to get 50 percent off your first month of my um, helium 10 promo code, my Amazon guy 50. So check that out. And and so like we we know that if you use their portal and Cerebro, you're going to improve your keyword rankings. We know this is a fact. They have the ability to see what you're indexed for all in one location. The search query performance report, you can't even export that yet which is super annoying. So it's way easier to use the data in Helium 10. And I think they're gonna have to update their numbers um, more frequently based on the APIs for search queries. So I think they'll catch up. It's probably a temporary problem.
0: Trying to mute my uh,
1: blowing of snot out. So under the weather here today. Jahil says, also I was going to use my second photo as my main image. But Amazon flagged it. I called Amazon seller support angry face and they said it wouldn't work either. Is it against Amazon TOS because of the fruit? Um, no, it's not. So if you have color or fruit in your main image, it's OK. Just make sure that you don't have anything bleed off the image. Simply load it in and make sure nothing gets suppressed image suppressions are very common, but they're super easy to fix. Simply swap out a new photo and make sure that the product is not bleeding, that is touching the edge. So for example, if if, if the video that you're looking at right now on screen was the actual image, if my hand right here is in the shot, we're good. The second I raise it up there, see how it's partially out of the shot? That is bleeding off of the script, and this can lead to the image not being compliant. That doesn't mean it will, it just mean it can. And so when you have more than one thing in the main image, you have to make sure that, that there isn't like uh, emojis, there isn't like badges, and it can't bleed off the script. And if it, as long as you follow those things, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Um, so so Jaheel, just update the the main image based on some of the things we talked about today earlier in the call on our podcast today and, and try those out. I think you'll have a lot of good success with it to be, tr- to be honest. I think you have a great product. I think you're going to be super successful, uh, and, and be okay there. David Scott says, follow up to my last question of my three products. They are not parented together on a listing three totally different listings against terms. No, absolutely not against terms. You're fine. David really no risk here. You can of course sell multiple quantities anytime you want. No problem there. Jahil says, just want to make sure they don't flag me again because I just ordered two main image photos from you guys. Well, thank you for ordering from us, first of all. Just want to make sure Amazon seller support doesn't screw it up. Um, so never believe what seller support says. That's that's just like the Bible standard right there. Don't Don't believe anything seller support says. Just test it out. Use your own data for your own category from your own experience to understand. Now, with that in mind, there's obviously certain things never do. Obviously, if they have a black and white policy, don't do rebates. Don't do two-step URLs. Don't ask for reviews. Like Those are things like set in stone. Don't do those things. But when it comes to main images, there are literally no rules. I'm telling you, you can get away with anything. Just test it out and see what sticks, and then you'll be okay. Um, How does... H10, helium 10 estimate their search volume. I actually don't know the answer to this question, but I suspect that they were using an API of some kind and making an extrapolation or an estimate. Um, They probably also were using autocompletes and some other things to extrapolate, but I I don't know how they actually do it. Also, what type of image would you suggest for the brand story background? so what you want to do with the brand story background is make sure that it adds to the aesthetics without moving to the right. So something that looks really nice upon landing on it. Um, I got some I got some compliments on my brand story for mine. So so right here, no matter whether I move or not, it looks nice. Like you can see stuff and, and it's pleasant to look at. And then as I scroll to the rights, I, you know, I can see the cards show up and whatnot, but it's not critical. So make sure that the main image adds value to the listing without scrolling. So you need, it needs to be contextual with that in mind. Jimmy says, yo, Steven's been hard keeping up with my fast growth out my first product with only profits. Thinking of taking out a business loan to buy a year of inventory and launch a second product. Any tips? Um, this is very, very common. Uh, me personally, I floated it on credit cards for a while, um, right? Like those 0% one year cards. Obviously, high risk with that, and if you've never done that before, you know, be smart about it. But if you take a loan from Amazon, they're going to charge you minimum seven percent. If you take a loan from a bank, it will be better than seven percent, but not much better, right? So there's some things that you can do, but it's a lot of paperwork and, and, it, and it takes a lot of time. And so for me, I, I floated on a credit card when I was first starting out. I never once paid a percent of interest ever. I was able to snowball it very, very quickly. Um, but at the same time, you know I'm sitting on hundreds of thousands of dollars in in merchandise today and 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 it it adds up really fast like it adds up extraordinarily fast how much inventory you are sitting on like you become a pack rat you got like a warehouse which is like oh my gosh where am I gonna put this next container load right like I, I'm getting like spam text messages sometimes from my partner he's like
0: freak we just had two containers
1: show up. I don't know where to put everything what do I do right like that happens a lot and then when you're first starting out now you don't even have a warehouse you're like all your closets are full. Your garage is full. You're like, can't even park in your garage. Like that is like a normal entrepreneur problem. I could talk all about that. Um, but in any case, uh, credit cards until you can't business loan at that point would be appropriate. Super sticker coming in from day you vegan. Thank you very much. Hello, if I register two brands in brand registry and I launch some products under both brands with different barcodes and packaging, but same specific product, is it against TOC? Um, Normally it would be, but in the case of what you specifically said, the different packaging, it is therefore compliant. If the packaging is different, you're totally 100% in the clear, totally white hat. If you were selling the same product and just targeting it two different ways on two ASINs, regardless of brand or whatever, and it have the same packaging, that would be against terms of services. I would do it anyway, but it's technically against TOC. It would be in the gray area. But because you have different packaging, you are free and clear, my friend. Bob Dale says, Hey, Stephen, after I have photographed my products as a 360-degree spin, how where do I upload it? Do I have to prep it with software first? What's the process? So uh, to my knowledge, you can only do this through Vendor Central today and you upload a folder and they put it in. It is a manual process, not software based, and you have to get it to a a, a category manager over the category. So um, on Seller Central, I am not aware of how to load these at this time. If somebody knows, please leave a comment so I can check it out. But to my knowledge, not possible at this time. Justin says, inventory and supply chain issue predictions for this Q4. I think um, Amazon is understaffed, but not overloaded. I think we're going to have faster check-ins this Q4 than the past two years, uh, especially since there's not going to be any government mandates. We got midterms, so the government just magically solved all our problems so they can get better better votes, right? Um, so I think this Q4 is going to be uh, way more stress-free. Post-elections, I think uh, we'll see things completely change again by January, predictably. But anyway, uh, politics aside. The Q4 check-in is going to be way better this year because they have the storage space and they're hungry. Profits are down. They're going to want to work harder for your dollar. Um, With that said, uh, do make sure that you send it in early just in case I'm wrong. And I would still raise prices on Black Friday. Raise your prices on Black Friday. Gregor says, hello, Steven. I've seen a change in indexing. After doing an ASIN, I looked on Cerebro. I have lost more than 200 organic keywords and 200 sponsored keywords. I did not change anything on the listing. Any idea? Did your sales go down? If the sales went down, there could have been. um, And by the way, Gregor, I don't know if you are literally tracking keywords day by day, but you definitely should be in this situation. If you were not tracking every keyword and you saw your indexing drop off 200, and, and the last time you pulled the report was a month ago, It might've been like 10 keywords every day until it finally was 200 total. So it might not have just been like an overall change. It could have just been a slough off. Do you, do you know which 200 keywords were sloughed, right? So like maybe your auto campaign, um, you know, maybe it was the, the listing. What if these keywords were not relevant? Would it even matter? Right. Algorithm changes happen all the time. This is a fact. This happens. Uh, and the product pages can have different things, uh, go on where sometimes they're seasonal. Sometimes you have losses. Sometimes you have gains. Like all this is normal, normal stuff. What is not normal though, is when you lose your BSR, your category changes, or you have a, a suppression of some kind and then you lose indexing. So Gregor, if I were you, I would just do some routine checks. Look up your ASIN in amazon.com. Make sure you don't have like a, um, uh, a suppression of any kind and verify some of these things. Zeke says, lost BSR, open a ticket, nothing happens. What to do? Um, fill in your category ID. Make sure that's filled in and present. Do a template upload, file tickets, bloody murder. This is a top issue. You cannot have a blank BSR. It is the death of a listing. It, it'll prevent you from indexing. It'll prevent you from being showing up. Critical issue, call support Every day until it's solved. Uh, file a ticket in brand registry. File a ticket in seller support. Do template uploads. A critical issue. If your BSR is blank, drop everything until it's fixed. How to make seven-day deals ineligible for ASINs from scratch. Chinese experts and sellers always can do this. They do have some software for that. Maybe you know what it is, how to make it. Uh, not familiar on this one. I don't really think seven-day deals are that important. Um, but if you can do it from scratch, obviously you're going to have a, a huge advantage cause you can make up the prices and then show up in a seven day deal. Honestly, though, these sort of tactics, they're not worth trying to learn how to do because they're going to go away eventually. So you're better off just playing the basics. Basics being traffic generation, in the form of SEO and PPC conversion improvements in the form of design and catalog management. You'd be better off spending a B testing time on your main image to figure something out. In my opinion. And uh, I'm winding down on energy. So we're going to bullets lightning these last, we're going to do five questions as fast as possible. Blue Star says, at what point does Amazon start changing storage fees? Do they ship unsold items back to the seller? Um, they they start charging storage fees the moment it checks in. And then extra storage fees happen um, over time. At the six and 12 month mark, they tier it and they charge you more each month. Um, in the past, it used to be a one-time fee. Now it's amortized over each month. So the longer something is sat and not sold, they will charge you an incremental fee for it to store it. Pastor Adam says, what's the best law firm for trademark marketing your brand? Um, well, I hope you choose my Amazon guy. I'm going to be biased here. Um, we do have a lawyer. Uh, we're not a law firm, but we have a lawyer. Um, file your trademark at my Amazon guy because it. the, the reason why you should use us instead of um, a law firm, Cost is lower. We're only 825 and we're faster than the IP accelerator and we're smarter. We know what not to do in the trademark process to screw up your brand registry on Amazon. And lawyers, they do not understand Amazon. They, they'll do something stupid like do a creative logo mark and then put in a letter a certain way. And then all of a sudden your brand attribute on Amazon is jacked up. First of all, always use a word mark for Amazon purposes and second of all, if you have to use a logo mark because you can't, for whatever reason, use the the word mark, be very careful what's in the logo. Everything matters. Everything counts. So check that out. got a slash trademarks. And Kiyos says, "What's the best practice to shorten the attribution link? Since those are so long and messy, you think it's better to shorten them? I'm indifferent on this question, but you could use a, a Bitly or whatever. It still works. Though the link will be fine. You can shorten it if you want." Claudia says, part one of my question got deleted for some reason. I'm trying to buy from my competitor's product for market research, but they only sell in the US and Amazon won't ship the product to Canada where I live. Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense now. So how do you ship it out over over the border? Um, I, don't, I don't know how to answer your question. It might just be a location specific thing. Um, you might have to get like a forwarding service or something to kind of ship it out. I wish I knew how to better answer your question. I, I unfortunately don't. All right. Two more questions. When you do you consider a product is a failure that it's not worth trying to improve it. So if you can't move at least 30 percent of the of the inventory you purchase within six months, it's a failure. Hundred percent. No questions asked Um, how long you try or keep trying, I think, is up for debate. But if you can't move 30 percent in six months, it's a total failure. Garbage. Get it out. Liquidate um lower your price until you get sales if you so here's another thing if you were going to go to retail at $20 and you can't even move the product at 10 that's a pretty good sign that's a failure update the main image lower the price spend more on PPC those are the three tactics that almost always will help you determine that and our final question today can we merge a SKU if we mistakenly create different SKU in other marketplace um SKU so so, so SKUs are not matched by SKU they're matched by UPC across marketplaces um, and and that's really not going to be a challenge for you. Um, so if you use a different SKU in a different marketplace, you can simply reload the SKU, attach it to the UPC or ASIN, and be just fine. Uh, if you like today's show, please leave me a comment. It makes me feel good. Tell me what you learned, what you liked, and slam that like button. Hit subscribe. And appreciate all the all the tips today. Appreciate everybody joining in. Dayu Vegan says, thanks for answering my last question um, and appreciate all of everybody else here. So got a, got a blocked user on that one. Just going through the comments, see if anybody has anything else they want to say today. I think that's probably it. So that's the show today. Appreciate everything. You guys are awesome. Come back anytime. I always answer questions on follow-up. I I personally read every YouTube comment. So if you ever ask a question, I'll come back and answer it. We do this every Friday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, uh, on Fridays. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of my Amazon guy. You can also check out Seller Central Jobs if you're trying to find a virtual assistant. You can check out uh, my uh, my Walmart guy, my eBay guy, my Etsy guy, as well as my refund guy, where we do clawback service to help everybody get money back out of Amazon that they're owed. You guys are awesome. We'll see